Are you ready for an amazing episode on Jackson Share Sports Radio that's available on six different platforms? Because I can tell you right now, if you're not listening to an episode of Jackson Share Sports Radio, <laughs> you are surely missing out, my friend. Jackson Share Sports Radio, we're live here with a new episode reviewing the NCAA. Uh, guys, I'm excited to do this one. I said I would do an NCAA review with you guys. Um, lots of stuff is happening with the NCAA right now. Um, so it's going to be really, really interesting. You know, that the stuff that you guys don't know, you will now know on this show. Um, and as of right now, actually, 30 minutes ago, just came in, Roy Williams for the UNC Carolina Tar Heels, North Carolina, UNC, uh, UNC North Carolina Tar Heels, uh, Roy Williams is retiring after, uh, you know, God, it's been ages, uh, 18 seasons at UNC guys. I mean, that is, and then 15 seasons at the, at Kansas with the Jayhawks. So he's after 33 seasons of college basketball coaching, he is going to be finally done. Um, and that is, I mean, guys, that is crazy. You know, if you think about that, he's been there, uh, and he got, he got national titles, um, you know, national championships in 2005, 2009, 2017. Uh, and Williams is the only coach in the NCAA history to post 400 wins at two different schools. Guys, that's insane. He's he's made history. Uh, the Tar Heels won nine regular season ACC championships and three conference tournament titles. So he really was more dominant at North Carolina, UNC. But, I mean, sheesh, that is that is definitely a loss for UNC. Uh, you know, it's really tough that he's retiring. You know, I've, I've grown up watching him um, and the Carolina UNC Tar Heels um, just dominating and Duke dominating, you know, who's next, you know, that's, that's what I'm wondering if it's going to be uh, Jim Beheim for Syracuse or it's going to be coach K. I think coach K will stay around a little longer, but I mean, if you think about it, all the ACC coaches are a little less, uh, a little older than all the other coaches. So, you know, I would not be surprised if all the ACC coaches retired very soon. All right. So with this in mind, we're going to get to the bracketology guys. Uh, this is going to be crazy. I, you guys, you know, I'm sure you guys have watched March Madness and just the madness that has literally been unleashed. Um, but a lot of people did not predict <laughs> half the stuff that's going on guys. Um, I knew Michigan was going to lose somehow. I just didn't know that they were going to lose to UCLA, guys. So, you know, thinking about that um, and moving on to just the bracket overall, you know, some upsets that I thought because I haven't reviewed with you guys since the Sweet 16. So, uh, you know, looking at the Sweet 16, some upsets, we knew that USC uh, was going to be the Jayhawks, but not by that much, guys. I mean, no one expected 85-51 USC, number six over number three. I mean, that just goes to show you that KU is really fake. You know, we didn't we didn't expect KU to be insane this year. Uh, of course, after they lost a lot of people to the NBA. Um, but, I mean, we didn't expect them to be a second-round exit, like brutal second-round exit. I mean, that is like a really – that is awful. That is like a terrible loss. You can't, you can't have that on your record. Losing by 34 to a six seed, I know you're, you can lose, but like not by that much, guys. And then USC goes on to play 
Oregon, uh, and they destroy Oregon there. So USC was looking great, and then they went to play Gonzaga. And guys, this is what I mean when everyone says Gonzaga's fake. This is the definition, and this is why Gonzaga isn't fake. You know, you look at the team. Look at look at that record right there. You see, you see the the score. Even look at look at the score. Gonzaga scored eighty five points. That's right, eighty five points, guys. Oh my God, that's a nineteen. There was a nineteen point game. It was they won by nineteen points, guys. It just goes to show you that Gonzaga is real, guys. And if you're doubting them, don't doubt them anymore. Uh, Jalen Suggs is definitely good. Drew Timmy is also insane. They're they're they've got a lot of special talent, um, and I'd love to see them go to the national championship against Baylor. Um, and speaking of Baylor, a lot of people have thought that Baylor was fake this season. Guys, you're <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about if you if you think Baylor's fake. Baylor is not fake. They've got the mullet dude, Matthew Mayer. They've got uh, Davion Mitchell. Um, they've got MCO Teague. You know, it's just. It, it's, it's just a lot of talent in those two teams, and I think it'll be a great national championship if those two teams end up in the finals. Um, I would not be surprised. Uh, and we'll look at the Sweet 16 now. Um, on the other side of the bracket, um, you know, Arkansas and Oral Roberts. Arkansas got lucky. I mean, they shouldn't have been in the Elite Eight anyways. They, they didn't deserve to be in the Elite Eight. They lost to Baylor. Baylor's on to the Final Four. Um, I personally believe that, you know, you look at Oral Roberts, they made such a good run. They beat Ohio State. They beat Florida. They lost by two to Arkansas. And Arkansas only wins games by two guys. And, you know, they destroyed Utah State. But other than that, in the round of 32, Texas Tech, they beat by two and they beat Oral Roberts by two. Oral Roberts really should have won that game. Arkansas had a lucky shot and then they got destroyed by Baylor. So that makes sense. And moving on to the next side of the bracket, you got Michigan and Florida State. Guys, a lot of people, including me, uh, thought that Florida State was going to beat Michigan. But Michigan, you know, just, I don't know. They they did their best to take down Florida State, and they did. They managed to get that um, correct. So uh, that was definitely crazy and a little bit surprising. Um, you know, from, from my standpoint, I thought Florida State had it. I thought they had the defense. They didn't have the shooting, but I thought they had the defense to be Michigan because Michigan's been inconsistent all season. As for all the Big Ten teams have been inconsistent all season. Um, And then you look at uh, UCLA beating Alabama. Guys, I mean, I was surprised here too. You know, this was a crazy upset. I was watching this upset uh, actually down in my basement on my TV, you know, turned it on and had this this rolling. I was just chilling, uh, watching this game. And I turned it on, you know, after I want to say couple couple minutes into the second half, and I was like, "Wow, this game is really close." Um, and I think a lot of people were shocked with how close that game was. Um, and with UCLA, of course, coming out on top by ten, I mean that's still insane. That was still insane. Uh, just, just looking at it, that was an insane upset. Number 11 seed being a number two seed. And then the fact that UCLA goes on to beat Michigan, number one seed. I mean, that's that's insane. That's crazy news. So they beat, they're the first playing team to beat a one, a number one and a number two seed in the NCAA tournament. They beat BYU. They weren't even in the tournament, guys, if you think about it. They weren't even in the damn tournament. They had to beat Michigan State in order to even get into the tournament. 
they were in a playing game, and I mean, <laughs> it wasn't a guaranteed win. So they had to win that game. That was an extra game. Then they had to uh, roll over and play another game um, right right after that. Um, they played. They'll play that game. They played and they beat BYU right after they played Abilene Christian, who beat Texas, which was a crazy upset. Um, that happened. And then UCLA went on to beat Alabama, and then they beat Michigan. And now they're here in the Final Four. Um, and I'll go over the Final Four picks in a couple minutes. But, you know, you just look at this. It, it's crazy. It is really, really crazy uh, if you're looking at the stats. Um, and then we'll look at the Sweet 16. You know, I was surprised on the other side of the bracket, on the Midwest bracket. I was a little surprised that Loyola Chicago lost to Oregon State as badly as they did. Um, that was definitely a surprise, a little bit of a shock. I didn't think that that would happen. Um, and you also look at Syracuse. They made a great run. Jim Beheim, Buddy Beheim, you know, they did their best. They did everything they possibly could, you know, in the Sweet 16 to try to win against Houston. Just wasn't enough. You know, they they tried. They played their hearts out. Or they did their best um, and just couldn't come up with the win. Of course, Buddy Beheim was, you know, getting double teamed and locked down uh, that whole game. So, you know, when your best player is getting locked down like that, you know, it's not going to be a good situation for you. So, you know, Houston is definitely a clutch team. Houston also beat Oregon State by only six. But, I mean, a win is a win. I'm not going to argue with that. A win is a win. Um, So in terms of the Final Four, you know, looking at Gonzaga, UCLA, Baylor, Houston, right? You know, these these games are really good. You know, I, I think these games are probably the best of the best. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but UCLA is better. <laughs> In all of my years of watching sports, um, I cannot believe that UCLA is better than every other team that didn't make this Final Four. So they're better than Villanova. They're better than Oklahoma. They're better than UVA, KU. Iowa. I see that they're better. Honestly, with the way they played against Michigan, they're better. They're better than Ohio State. They're better than Florida State, Georgetown, uh, better than LSU, better than Maryland, better than Alabama because they beat Alabama. I mean, guys, they're just, you know, even when Alabama was shooting 100% from the (laughs) three-pointer against Maryland, I was upset about that game. But, hey, you can't shoot that well every night. I mean, if you could do that, you'd be Steph Curry times a million. You know, you can't you can't do that. There's no way. No one can humanly do that. You can't be perfect every single night. Um, you know, you're going to mess up somehow. So, you know, I knew this going into the UCLA game, and a lot of people were like, "Oh my God, Bama, Bama, they're gonna win the they're gonna win the whole tournament." They didn't, guys. They didn't, and. I was not shocked at all. I was really excited for UCLA. Um, I'm not a UCLA fan, but I just would love to see them win the whole thing. It would be great. I know they would probably get destroyed against Gonzaga, but I think they'll give Gonzaga a run for their money. Johnny Juzang can just make sure that he gets open, make sure he can get those threes, he can get those twos as well. Um, so, yeah, that'll be a really interesting, interesting to see. I hope that Johnny Juzang can actually convert against Gonzaga and Drew Timmy and Jalen Suggs and everyone else like that. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, and I'm, I'm hopeful that UCLA goes to the finals. That would be sick. Um, 
And, I mean, this is their first time in the Final Four since 2008, guys. So, making history already again here in 2021. Crazy, crazy years. Um, I can't believe it. Uh, So, Baylor, you know, looking at that, I think UCLA could give Gonzaga a run, but Gonzaga will end up going to the finals. Um, And then you look at Baylor and Houston. Guys, I think Baylor is just – Insane team. I don't think anyone's stopping Baylor this year. You look at their their squad. You got MCA MCOTO, MCOT, excuse me, um, Davion Mitchell, Matthew Mayer, um, and they they just can shoot. They can shoot. They can pass. They can dunk. They can do it all. Davion Mitchell is insane with his acceleration. I mean, guys, he can literally go from zero to one hundred for his speed in. Seconds in in literally two seconds in just a couple seconds. I mean, it doesn't take him that long to just hit it and drive to the lane and get an open layup or a shot, force turnovers. You know, he's just got it. He's got it. Houston's great. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think Houston has what it takes to be honest. I don't think so. I don't think Houston has what it takes to make this insane run against Gonzaga. I don't see. I don't see Gonzaga Houston. I see Gonzaga Baylor. Um, and you know that you can correct me if I'm wrong when this episode is over and the final four has happened, I'm making a game prediction right now. The game prediction will be Gonzaga will advance to the finals. Baylor will advance to the finals. Baylor will win 60 to 57, uh, and Baylor will be the national champions. So that is my prediction for the finals and the final four. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode on Jackson Share Sports Radio. Uh, I am really excited. There are going to be a couple interviews coming up uh, with college athletes about NBA uh, potential um, and just amazing March Madness tournament. Everyone that participated, thank you so much for participating so far. And we'll see who is the champion, who's going to be crowned the champion. Thank you guys so much for listening to Jackson Share Sports Radio. You can check my TikTok out, Jackson Share Sports Radio. My email is jacksonshareSportsRadio@gmail.com, and my Instagram is jacksonshareSportsRadio. So you can check me out on all of those. Um, and yeah, I will see you guys in the next episode. There will be some interviews coming up, so keep your eyes out for the notifications. Turn those notifications on and press the follow button. Peace.